0: I had a hole in my heart because I didn't know God's love. But now that God has saved me, my life is so profoundly different that I can't find words to explain it. Everybody loves to hear good news and a true story. Life's Been Different is a podcast that influences individuals like you and I To live life differently by becoming better people and better at living life so get ready to open your heart to encounter him then go and tell the world why your life's been different welcome to the life's been different podcast my name is Marco Marco Moncada and I'm so excited that you have decided that you have chosen that you have set time aside to join us today on the Life's Been Different podcast. We have such an exciting episode ahead of us, but I want to give just a few brief announcements. If this is your first time listening to the Life's Been Different podcast, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I would love to invite you to follow us on our Instagram page, at Life's Been Different to subscribe to us on our YouTube channel at Life's Been Different, or to simply visit our website, lifespendifferent.com. That's L I F E S B E N Different, D I F F E R E N T, dot com. Today we have a testimony episode ahead of us, one of our favorite types of episodes. We have two formats here on the Life's Been Different podcast. The first is that on this podcast, you will hear the principles behind living your best life, the privilege of changing your mind, and everything that we do revolves around the gospel of Jesus Christ and how he changes lives. The second format is All about people's testimonies and the story of why their life's been different because of Jesus and today we have one of those episodes we've actually had more than usual on the podcast and that's what we love here you know we started this whole podcast just to share people's testimonies starting with mine episode one called life's been different the story of how I went from my artist named Merlot which I actually started off using this whole podcast platform, and I've gone into just who I am today, which is Marco, my government name, who God created me to be, and today we're actually on episode 90. We're 10 episodes away, 10 weeks away from hitting our episode 100 celebration and it's very very exciting if you're a returning listener thank you for being part of our community i would love to ask you to go to the next level if you already follow us and to share this episode with at least one person today thank you thank you thank you if you're in tucson arizona driving your car on a one at on a saturday at 1 30 p.m in tucson arizona listening to kgms 940 tucson arizona thank you so much for joining us on the radio there on the Life's Been different radio program and without further ado I want to introduce our guest, our featured guest, this remarkable story from a gal named Monique Ribeiro. I hope that I'm saying that right. I just listened to this testimony and I was floored. I I texted our co-founder, Colleen, and said, hey, I'm listening to Monique's story and I did the little like mind blown emoji. I sent that to her. Guys, Jesus is real. And you're going to hear a story on the lordship and the power of Jesus in an ordinary, extraordinary, everyday person's life. That's what we all are. We're just Ordinary people that had an extraordinary thing happen to us and that's that we met the creator of the universe Jesus Christ and our life's been different ever since I just that's all I'm gonna say let's jump into why Mon- Monique's life's been different and I will come back at the end with some thoughts
1: hi this is Monique and this is why my life has been different growing up I grew up Catholic My grandmother raised me, and I started reading astrology books around the age of seven, and really started to become super fascinated with the idea of having my life defined for me as a Libra, as my birthday is October 20th, and I always found that really fascinating, and eventually it got me into witchcraft, which I thought I enjoyed a lot when I was 17, I ended up meeting my now husband, and he was Christian. And so I dropped it for 11 years, my witchcraft. And when I was right about 30, I picked it up again and decided that I was going to live my life for myself. And when I was in witchcraft, I absolutely adored you know, lighting incense and having sage cleanse my home for me and doing oracle uh, readings and tarot card readings and visiting mediums and try, you know, communing with uh, uh, gods and goddesses and, um, you know, collecting moon water and performing rituals and spells and manifesting my own destiny and my life. And I thought I was healing people through my massage therapy when I was in witchcraft and into new age because um, people would you know get off my table and they would say, wow, I feel amazing and I feel incredible and you've healed me and I really thought I had the power within myself to do that and um, so I believed that I was this powerful being and then some spiritual warfare started to occur where this woman in black would appear to me and she, you know, my kids would mention this being, this demon. And I really thought I had the power within myself to fight this thing off. And so I spent about a year and a half of trying to get this being to leave my, my kids and myself alone. And I was told through my mentor that if I didn't divorce my husband, that this thing would become stronger. And if I, you know, didn't break my kids into getting into new age, that it would attack them, that they wouldn't be able to protect themselves and that God was made up. Evil didn't exist. And that evil was our own perception. And that didn't sit well with me because you can't say that evil doesn't exist when children are being brutally mutilated, um, sexually abused, raped, killed in unspeakable ways. People in general are going through these very things. And so, one, you know, I was, I, I, it was July. July of 2021 I had begun to question everything that I was in and I was I was really contemplating going to God and um, my friend you know she was like I know you're gonna go to you know God instead of making a deal with you know this particular goddess and I had said no no I'll never do that you know I I try to be Christian and I couldn't, but God, God's amazing guys, because August 15th at six o'clock in the morning, I heard a man's voice and my husband had already left for work and all my children were sleeping. And I heard a man's voice say, I will offer you protection if you accept me. And I knew in my heart of hearts that that was the Holy Spirit. And I said, yes. I said, yes. I didn't even think about it. I just said, yes. And the Holy Spirit just, it, he, he, he made me reborn. And my life has never been the same. Because I don't need to cleanse my house for protection. I no longer have to charge my crystals for healing energy I no longer need to do rituals or spells for protection or money or wealth I'm no longer manifesting my own future I'm no longer having the anxiety I was feeling when I was in witchcraft in the new age because now I let go and I let God God has been incredible And I'm not saying my life is perfect by any means because it is absolutely not. But God saved my marriage. He saved my family. He saved my life. He saved every bit of myself that I didn't think could be saved. I had a hole in my heart since I was a child because I never knew God's love because I grew up Catholic. I never, we never read the Bible in my house. We went to church, but I never learned anything at church. I started reading my Bible right after I got saved. And my demeanor completely changed. Um, I'm a whole lot calmer than I used to be. I no longer feel the need to swear like I used to. I have been a more present mother when I was in the new age. I only cared about doing my readings I cared more about you know my spells my rituals making the gods and goddesses happy I stopped paying attention to the people in my life that are important like my husband and my children but now that I'm that that God has saved me my life is so profoundly different words can't I can't even put into words how incredible it's been but I can try I encourage you that if you feel like you are you're in depression anxiety ridden if you're someone who suffers from any ailments if you believe in God it says in the Bible the size of a mustard seed then you will, your faith, like your faith will be restored. You will be restored. If you go to Jesus, if you go to God, I encourage you to pray about it. And because I wasn't necessarily praying about God coming into my life, but he was opening my heart slowly and it was gradual. But then out of nowhere, just boom, like I was all about God. And When I saw the 21-day detox of um, spiritual tools in your home, it was a sign for me to get rid of everything. Now, I should have burned it all, but I didn't because I was slowly coming out of this haze of witchcraft and new age. So I ended up giving it all away to people that I knew liked that stuff. If If I could go back now and burn it all, I totally would have. But at the time, my heart was slowly turning to God. And so I didn't do what I should have done. <clears throat> but I'm beyond grateful that God saved me and that he chose me and saw something in me that was worth saving. Because without him, I, my life would be a mess, like a big mess. I was on the verge of divorce. I was on the I was telling my oldest son that God wasn't real that gods and goddesses were real. He didn't for a second buy it. He's 9 years old. He stuck to his guns thankfully because we had raised him for so long that you know God is the answer God is God. And what I don't understand is how I even believed any of the stuff that I believed in. How could I have basically bowed down to the creation that God created. Why wasn't I automatically going to God who is our creator? And that's just because from a very young age, I was basically told it was fine to worship the creation and pose to the creator, even as a Catholic. Because they care more about being Catholic than they care about God. Because if they cared about God and they actually read their Bible, they wouldn't do the whole you know, the idolatry of praying to statues and using the beads to pray. You don't need that stuff. All you need is yourself, God, and your Bible. It's that simple. It's very simple. All you need to do to connect with God is desire for him an open heart reading the bible or listening to the bible and taking your problems and leaning in on God instead of anything or anyone else I promise you you won't regret going to God because he is a true miracle worker he can make anything happen. I had a student loan. I still have a student loan that is due in May that will start to um, accumulate without interest. And I was like, okay, how do I pay this off with the money that I'm making? I, there's just no way. And then he introduced to me, a friend on Instagram who had also been saved right around the same time I was in August. And she had this company called juice plus. And from it, I've been able to make extra money and through the grace of God, I'm able to pay off my student loan March 7th of this year, 2022. I had no financial means to pay it off, but you guys through God, through Jesus, He has provided the means to help me take this burden off of my shoulders so that I'm able to help my family further our financial situation. And when I prayed for God to help me with my financial situation, I said, "Could, dear Father God, please help me. Help me gain the wisdom that I need to, to make the money to pay off my debt so that I can start paying my money towards missionaries for anything that they need, whether it's Bibles or food, medical care, clean water, education, whatever that needs to be placed in those missionaries' lives, I want to be able to give the extra money that I make for those individuals, for the mission to spread the word of God. And God heard me and God made it possible for my student loan to be paid off in less than two weeks so I can start tackling my credit card debt, so I can get that out of my way, so that I can pour my money and finances into god's word into his mission if you gain anything from this i hope it's that new age and witchcraft can look appealing because it looks appealing the way it's marketed today how it's in the stores now they have in barnes and nobles you know these big stores they have it pretty much right out the gate healing crystal books and you know um, astrology guides and they have tarot cards and they have oracle cards and they have them there present and they even have the healing crystals in a box so that you can take that home with you and this generates um, interest and this generates curiosity and when those two mix together that interest that curiosity you start to go down a rabbit hole of witchcraft. It's almost inevitable because it's marketed as light. It's false light, but people assume that love and light is this beautiful mantra. And from afar, it absolutely is. But when you take a closer look, it's really just Satan using beautiful words for a darker purpose. But God never changes. He was the same yesterday as he is today as he will be tomorrow. He doesn't change. Everything in witchcraft and new age was subjective. You could, it could change based on your opinion or how you perceived it, but God doesn't change. And I think there is something to be said when something does not change for over 2000 years to today, to the future. I hope that this helps you and I hope my testimony reaches those who might be in new age who don't want to be a new age, but don't know how to get out, call God, please. God bless you, and amen.
0: Praise God. Thank you so much, Monique, for sharing that story. Guys, wasn't that incredible? You know, the spirit realm is very real. If Jesus is real, then all the other stuff is real. Evil, good, satan demons god angels jesus the lord it's all real there's a lot of true accounts in the bible that talk about demons and angels i'm reading the book of luke right now and in the first few chapters jesus is casting demons out of people and the demons are saying we know that you are the holy one of god and the christ the demons know and believe in jesus the question is Do we? Monique's story is so powerful because it gives the reality of the spirit realm and the reality and the lordship of Jesus. I love that as she said, I heard a man's voice that said, I will give you protection if you believe in me. And that is exactly what we're gonna talk about. The title of this episode is It's That Simple Because It Truly Is. And the goal for this episode is to get you to get people back to Jesus. And I just want to touch off of some lines that Monique said in her story. I like to do this every so often when I hear powerful stories. I mean, they're all powerful. I'm not saying one is more powerful than the other. But this one, I just love it. But before I do that, let's jump into our key verse. Our key verse for today's episode is Romans 1. 25. I'm going to read it out of the NLT version. Romans 1.25. They traded the truth about God for a lie. So they worshiped and served the things God created instead of the creator himself, who was worthy of eternal praise. Amen and amen. When I was listening to Monique's testimony, she said something along the lines of, I was told that worshiping creation was okay, and she said, how could I have bowed down to the creation instead of the creator? The second she said that, the Holy Spirit was like, that's Romans 125, and so that's going to be our key verse today, but let's jump into a couple lines that she said. One of them this would be, I guess you could say, point one, was that she was fascinated with the idea of having her life defined for her. Now, this can go both ways. She was looking for a way, um, a, a type of truth, or something that she would consider her new truth, and let that define her life. We know that Ephesians 2.10 says that we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we may walk in them. That verse is so clearly defined my life. It's ridiculous. And one of the things that I pray daily, I had one of my friends ask yesterday, what is something that you pray daily? One thing that I pray almost every day is, Lord, if there was something prepared for me to do before the foundation of the earth, then help me find that thing that I may do it. And I think that it's so powerful that she said that. What questions are you asking yourself that's bringing you closer to finding God? And if you've found God, what questions are you asking yourself that's making you a better and a closer follower of Jesus. She says, she had a hole in her heart because she didn't know God's love. But then she said, when I found God's love, he, Jesus, made me reborn and my life has never been the same. In fact, quote, but now that God saved me, my life is so profoundly different that I can't find words to explain it. That is so powerful because it's in finding those words and telling the story of what Jesus did for us that really overcomes the devil. That's what the book of Revelation in the Bible tells us it that we overcome the devil by the word of our testimony, by telling our story, and by the blood of the Lamb, by what Jesus Christ has done on the cross, and when we put faith in who Jesus is, and what he did, and that he's still alive, and that he's God, and that he's Lord, then the no demonic power, no demon in hell could ever stand against the authority, the believer's authority that Jesus gives us when we believe in him. I love that she said her heart was slowly turning toward God, slowly turning toward God. Let me ask you, is your heart slowly turning towards God? Are you bowing down to the creation instead of the creator. Let me read Romans 1, 19 through 25 as we close, and then I'm gonna reiterate something that Monique said in her story that's so profound, and I want you to ask this question. Could it really be that simple? Romans 1, 29 through 25 says, they know the truth about God Because God has made it obvious to them. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature. I love this. Look at what it says in the Bible. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. Yes, They knew God, but they wouldn't worship Him as God or even give Him thanks. Then they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became darkened and confused. Claiming to be wise, they instead became utter fools. And instead of worshiping the glorious, ever-living God. They worshipped idols made to look like mere people and birds and animals and reptiles, or in Monique's case, I'm not reading scripture now, but or in Monique's case, crystals, rocks, people's words, the people that are saying wrong, wicked words. Let me continue reading. So God abandoned them to do Whatever shameful things their hearts desired as a result they did defi- as a result they did vile and degrading things with each other's bodies they traded the truth about God for a lie so they worshiped and served the things created instead of the creator himself who was worthy of eternal praise amen I don't even really need to try to explain this because the Bible is so clear right here in scripture that I'm just going to let it talk for itself. There is no excuse for not knowing God. He's everywhere. And so why is it so hard? Because we try to find different ways, different truths to live our life. But Jesus said, look, I am the way, I am the truth and I am the life. I gave my life for you. If you give your life to me, I'll give you back eternal life and everything that you've been looking for. I love that Monique said, all you need is yourself, Jesus and the Bible. It's that simple. I promise you won't regret going to God. All you truly need is yourself, Jesus, and his word. It's that simple. I remember the day that I came to Jesus heard what he said and started doing it. It was September 3rd, 2016, and I'll never forget this because my life's been different ever since. And like for me that day, today is your day, the day of salvation. You're one decision away, decide and let us, you and I, together begin to live life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. I love you, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Life's Been Different with Marco Moncada. For more information on Life's Been Different, our clothing, my music and new book, OSL, the online discipleship course by Solid Lives, or how to send in your testimony to be featured on the Life's Been Different podcast, visit life Hey! If you haven't received Jesus Christ to be your personal Lord and Savior, we would like to give you the opportunity right here, right now. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to die for my sins. I confess that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that he was raised from the dead and is alive today. Forgive me of my sins. Make me completely clean. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and help me become the person you created me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, congratulations. Welcome to the kingdom. Jesus is real. Turn from your sin, turn to him, and go and tell the world why your life's been different.